0: Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha a registered dietitian nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to talk about this concept of breaking old patterns. Specifically breaking old patterns that you that don't serve you anymore or that you don't really want to be doing. So today we're gonna to talk about why, why do you keep doing the same thing over and over again? Especially when it comes to your health, wellness, and self care, because that's our focus on this show, and talking about some ways that we can start to think about breaking that pattern. Kind of a backstory of how this episode came about was that, you know, re- reminding you that I am not perfect here and that there's, and that nobody is perfect, really. And that there's things that maybe there's like behaviors that we worked on really hard. And then all of a sudden, one day we find ourselves doing them again. And so I found myself, I, I do this in multiple things, but the one I'm going to talk about here is, is that I make banana bread for my son every week. And I make him that because when he was little, he had an egg allergy And he still has multiple food allergies, but I was trying to get him to um, reverse that egg allergy. And I knew that if I baked some things for him, that that would help giving him more exposure to it. And in fact, it has. But as a result of that, I am usually making him some kind of banana bread, pumpkin bread, or something that has chocolate chips in it each week. Remember, he's now five. So what happens is, is it's, I'm happy to do it. I love doing it. I've made the same recipe a million times and I've modified it a million times and it tastes great, right? But I don't want to be eating banana bread every single morning. I like my morning, I just like to have a little bit of protein in what I'm doing and the banana bread, the way that he likes it, doesn't have anything like that in it. So I try not to eat it because I don't really want it. It doesn't really make me feel that great. On um, on some mornings, it works well for him because he drinks milk and he gets his protein and he gets a whole bunch of different things that I've added to that banana bread. But what ends up happening is, is when I'm giving him his banana bread in the morning, I find myself like, you know, cutting a piece for him and then scooching off a piece for me, and then and then that's how the morning progresses. And so it's okay if I eat it, right? If I plan to eat it, but usually I haven't. And usually I'm not hungry for it. I'm just eating it because it's there. And so why that's a problem for me is because it doesn't allow me to really take into account my hunger and fullness cues. I'm just really eating it because it's in front of me. So now that it's there, I want it. And so I found myself kind of thinking about like, okay, why do I keep doing this every single morning? Every morning I'm like, "Mm, I'm not going to have any banana bread if I've already like, usually I already have a breakfast planned and I usually have like my day planned out of what I'm going to eat and I usually have my food prepared. So I already have something that I'm going to eat for breakfast. Like what is the need that that I'm doing this? But once it's in front of me, it's so hard for me to stop. I just want to keep eating it. And so it kind of led me to this whole thing of like, why can I sometimes do it and sometimes I can't do it? And if that's something that I want to change, because I've been thinking a lot about how I was going to modify that um, for me and for him, because honestly, like he doesn't even eat as much as I cook. So I was trying to figure out ways that instead of me feeling like I have to eat it so that it doesn't go to waste, which is another thing. Um, How to really kind of do this and to make this so that he gets what he needs and then I am able to keep the commitment to myself and change a behavior that I'm working on. So perhaps you are also struggling with some kind of past behavior that kind of you're either dealing with now or you've dealt with in the past that kind of has come back around So I wanted to talk about just kind of getting into a place that we are able to really figure out what are some past patterns that perhaps we don't find a need for anymore, right? And so for you, that could be something like that you might be trying to break, might be something like maybe you're not waking up early enough to work out. Maybe you are wanting so badly to get enough sleep but you just can't really seem to be able to do it. Maybe you're someone who really wants to commit to self-care. Like every week you set a goal, like I am going to read for 15 minutes or I'm going to journal for 10 minutes or I'm going to breathe for five seconds and then you don't do it. And so, you know, or it could be something like I'm doing, like trying to figure out like, okay, I'm not hungry for this food. And so how can I kind of stop the process before I can move it along and get to a place that I'm doing what I exactly don't want to be doing. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how we can get to this place that we can really, you know, figure out what it is that we're doing over and over again and how to break that old habit that you want to get rid of. So the first thing I would say to do is to identify what that behavior is that you're trying to break. So, you know, I think a lot of times that life is so busy and we keep going, 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 going. And then when we finally sit down, we are not very aware of what's happening or maybe some of our patterns, or maybe you're aware of it, but it's like kind of in the periphery. It's not something that's in the front of your brain. Um, and so, you know, and then we get home and we're tired and we have to do all the things that we still have to do to get through our night. And then perhaps we are just kind of like, uh, not really thinking about it or we're on something else that's distracting us like social media or watching TV or whatever. And so then it's really hard to identify what that pattern is that you want to break. The other part of this is trying to figure out if it's something that you, actually want to work on at this point in time. You know, I've struggled with anxiety my entire life, and there are times that my anxiety is so horrible, and yet I don't feel like I'm ready to work on it because it just feels like so overwhelming. So at that particular time, I'm not ready to to break that habit or to try to figure out ways to manage it. And either are okay with you because when you're ready, you'll get to a place that you can listen back to this episode and figure out, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to deal with it. And so the first thing I would say to do in this is to let's first identify what it is that you are wanting to change. So you're going to need to kind of look at your inner thoughts here. You're going to need to kind of really start to think about what it is you're doing. And you know, why that's important is you need to identify it because you need to help figure out what the solution is for you. And remember, like everything is some kind of pattern or some kind of behavior that you're doing is unique to you. So certainly nobody, you know, people are going to give you ideas and sure I can give you ideas, but ultimately it's going to be you because it's your unique pattern and your thoughts around that pattern that is ultimately going to be the thing that helps you the most. But what you're going to have to do is first identify and see what it is that you have been doing over and over and over again that you don't want to be doing. And then trying to figure out if you're ready to make that change to do something different, or if you're not. And if you are ready, then you're moving into the next step is like, Really trying to figure out and go deep into what is going on, so that you can find the solution. And you kind of need to really identify like what the pattern is that's going on with the behavior, right? So, for instance, when we talk about my pattern of eating banana bread in the morning, I know what it is. It's I'm um, waking up in the morning, I'm um, cutting up a piece of bread for my son, and then once that, um, once that like that container is open, I know that I'm very at risk in that particular moment, especially if I'm feeling very emotional or if I'm feeling tired, that I'm just going to keep slivering off a piece from myself, right? And by the way, that's okay. But if I'm in a place that I'm trying to change that and I don't want to do that anymore, then then I have to figure out a way of creating some kind of process to first see what the pattern is leading up to it and then trying to disrupt it. And so for you, let's try to figure out what it is, a pattern that you're doing. Again, are you oversleeping um, when you want to work out first thing in the morning because maybe you stayed up all night scrolling social media or maybe you were sitting on the couch watching TV because you are just so tired and emotionally drained from your day. And so kind of like looking at the pattern here and trying to figure out What's going through your head? What happened with your day? What kind of emotions you were feeling? And, you know, this step is something that I think, again, we don't always take the time to do because life can be really busy and crazy. And it's really hard to sit down and be like, huh, I want to change this pattern because it feels hard. And life may already feel like it's hard for you. You might be in a space that it's really like complicated, and you just don't have the capacity to do it. And again, that's okay. But if you're in a place that you want to make that change, then you really need to try to identify the pattern, why you're doing it. And then I think the most important part of it is pinpointing the exact place that puts you in that wrong direction. And so this step might be like so tiny and so unidentifiable that unless you really have awareness and look at the process itself, you may not be able to see it. So back to my banana bread example, I know when it is. It's exactly when I'm cutting that banana bread. If I have a whole whole loaf in front of me and it's not individually sliced, it's very easy for me to be like, nah, here's a part for me, here's a part for me, here's a part for me, and then I keep going back for more and more slivers. But I I know that that's, the spot that I do it, right? So if I were to do it in individual slices and put them out ahead of time, then I'm less likely to do that. But again, it's about having the awareness of where what the process looks like. And so for you, perhaps your pattern looks like, hey, I really want to work out. But then when you get home from work, you're exhausted. So first, you're not able to do it in the morning because maybe you're too tired and you've overslept. And then maybe you come home from work and you're just too tired again and you have a million things to do. So then it's trying to figure out where in that process are you able to kind of you know, pinpoint the exact place where you where it takes you in the wrong direction. So perhaps for you, it looks like, oh, okay, once I get home and I, and I walk in the house and I go change my clothes or I, I sit on the couch, then I'm never going to do it. Or perhaps if I go in the kitchen and start cooking, then I'm never going to do that workout. And so if you're able to pinpoint that exact spot where you have a hard time, then you're going to be able to move on to the next step, which is disrupt it. You're going to be able to disrupt the pattern that you're doing. So step number two is disrupting the pattern, thinking of something that you can, you know, do to replace that behavior that you're doing. So again, it's identifying what it is, the pattern you're doing, identifying the place in that pattern where you feel like it could change because that's little tiny like step that you might not even, even have thought about that's taking you in that direction that you don't want to go to. So I think of it like this, it's like this um, it's like this chain of events, right? And so you have like these little tiny things that, that are part of that chain of events that you're doing. And then there's this one part of the chain that's gonna lead you into a direction that you don't want to go to. So perhaps if you have a chain, a chain, you're going all in the right direction. It's just this one little piece of the chain that when that's interrupt, interrupted, it takes you in a different direction than you want. So and that's the piece right there, that chain, that little piece that disrupts you. That's the piece that you want to disrupt. Okay, let me say this again. That little piece that you know can lead you in in, in a different direction than you want to go, that's the little chain link that you want to disrupt. And so when you when you disrupt it, you want to replace it with something else. Because you wanna be able to change that behavior. So when you're looking at a chain link, the the whole entire process leads you into a direction that you're able to go to and that you want to go to. So for instance, we can go back to my banana bread example, right? So I'm waking up in the morning, I'm drinking my tea, I'm slicing my I'm slicing my banana bread for my kiddo, and then I'm slicing out you know, all these slivers for myself. However, if I can disrupt that by, you know, either pre-packaging that banana bread that it's only a single serving size for him, I'm less likely to do it. More recently, I've been making them into like little cupcakes so that then he can have that and then it's less likely that I'm going to sliver a piece because he's five he wants the entire cupcake and so that is what I'm working on now to try to get to a place that like I make the cupcakes I have as many as he needs for the week and I freeze the rest and so then I don't have to make it as often the banana bread I won't won't only have to make it you know you know, maybe once every week and a half or every two weeks, as opposed to every week, and then it's less likely for me to eat it. Perhaps your disruption with the exercise example would be that you change, you bring workout clothes with you in the trunk of your car, and you change into them before you leave work. And then maybe your process and your link that you want to disrupt is that. Once you get home, you're not able to work out. And so perhaps for you then, you bring some workout clothes in the back of your car and you change into them before you leave work. And then you take a walk, you know, around or do the workout before you get home. Or maybe you're somebody who just wants to get a walk in. Well, maybe you bring some sneakers with you um, wherever you go, if you're going shopping or if you are on your way home from work. And you keep your sneakers on and then before you pull up to your house, maybe you pull up to a truck before you get home and you do something like that. And so it's disrupted the behavior because now once you get home, you can keep doing what you were doing. You can continue that behavior, but you interrupted and changed that link, that little tiny thing that was able to help you meet your goal. So disrupting it is going to be able to really get you into a place that you can interrupt that behavior from repeating itself over and over again, and it'll it'll help you get to a place that you can think of a, a replacement thing to do so that you're more apt to, re, to change your goal. So many of us, I think, and, and again, this is all, we're not perfect, so this is every one of us you know, we do something and it might work like one time and then we just keep relying on like, oh, we did that that one time, we're going to do it. But doing it one time isn't going to isn't gonna continue the behavior for the long term. And you want to set yourself up in a place that you make it really easy for yourself. Because if you know that with the exercise example, if you know that once you get home you're going to have a whole set of challenges that you're going to have to deal with why put yourself in that place to have to navigate working out once you're in that situation it might be easier for you to do it before you get into your home before you get into that barrage of things that are going to take your time away from from working out and so it's trying to figure out ways to implement these behaviors so that it doesn't feel so disruptive and that it doesn't feel like it's just so hard to do once you get home and you want it to feel like it's something that you can do that's just kind of like your daily like it's just part of your daily routine because you want to be able to do this consistent consistently because that's where the real behavior change is going to occur so one other thing about the whole like breaking the habit before we talk about the last thing, is that, you know, if you if you're not able to like I think that again we do the same thing over and over again, right? Because maybe we haven't identified that little part of the link, that little tiny minute detail that could make a huge difference. But it's going to be very hard for you to break that that pattern that you're trying to do if you don't identify that. Because if you don't identify it and kind of find a solution for it, then most likely you're going to end up repeating it over and over and over again until you learn from it. And so that's why I think the hardest part about it is to really become aware of what it is. And that's going to take you some time to really like think about it because you're going to need a little bit of space to actually sit down and think about it. Sometimes what I like to do is I find a lot of stuff that I can think about in my car. I feel like once I'm at home, it is so, and it's in the car without my son. It's just in the car by myself, like if I'm driving to work. And maybe you're this way too, because it just allows me to have that space of quiet. And if I'm having a day where everything feels really hectic, then the only place that I have that's quiet is on my way to work. And so perhaps maybe that's where you are too. Like perhaps you're, you know, there's so much stuff going on or your job is so crazy. And so the only time that you have that time to do anything and to think about things is either in the morning on your way to your job, or maybe in the afternoon on your way home from your job, or maybe it's after at the end of the night when everything is, you know, every everything in your household is calm definitely trying to find a time during the day that you have a little bit of space that you can start to think about it, what the behavior it is. And again, mine usually is on the way to work. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I ate banana bread. Okay, I wasn't really hungry for it. what was happening. And the same thing with working out, the same thing, just kind of go through the process. And so again, try to create some kind of awareness, create a space of how you can become aware of it. Once you identify what the pattern is, think about the process and the steps leading up to that particular incident and how maybe you can do it different this next time. And think about that little part of the step that kind of leads you in the wrong direction, that little link, that little link in the chain link that is something that needs to be disrupted. And then the next step is disrupting it and thinking of something that you can do to replace that. And then the last thing would be is to create the new pattern, and the more important thing is to practice it over and over and over again. And on this podcast, we talk a lot about consistency and how it counts. Consistency is the number one thing to do. It's the number one thing that you can do, and it's the key to creating lasting habits and a habit change in general. I think most people undervalue consistency because it seems so like, really, that's going to be the thing that gets me there? hundred percent it is because consistency is going to be something that you practice every single day or most days of the week until that habit becomes easier to do. And then it becomes something that is part of your life. So think about it. Think about if you are, you know, in a place that you're having a hard time exercising, right? So think about you've decided, okay, exercising, I need to do it before I get home from work, right? So then once you have that and you practice that, you bring a parachute, you bring some sneakers with you, or perhaps you've decided that you're going to work out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you wear something to work that you have sneakers or you have sneakers in your car, You leave work maybe five minutes early, 10 minutes early, whatever, and then you go and you walk around a park or you walk around a track. So now the more you do that, right, the more that you decide I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the more you practice it, the more apt you're going to be able to be to achieving that. What happens with a a lot of us when we're creating habits and we're trying to, you know, really do something is that we're not consistent. We end up doing things like, sometimes or like just not on a consistent schedule and it's really hard to create a lasting behavior change when you're doing something sometimes and then not other times and so when it comes to food we can think of this right like you know think about like the whole like dieting doesn't work right because what ends up happening is is that you might be really consistent during the week and then really inconsistent on the weekend And so if you're able to make that more of a lifestyle change that you're consistent most days of the week, then you're going to be more successful at eating the way that you want. The same with exercise. If you're able to be more consistent, and again, it doesn't have to be every day. It's just consistency that matters if you're going to be somebody who does something exercise wise monday, wednesday and friday then commit to that and then try to be consistent on monday, wednesday and friday because the more consistent that you're able to become the easier the habit is going to be is going to be for you to do and so consistency is the key to creating habit change there's no difference between who you are now And the habit that you really want that somebody else is doing, except consistency, that person might be more consistent. It doesn't mean they have more willpower. It doesn't mean that they're more motivated. It just means that they're consistent. And part of that consistency is maybe they figured out what that pattern is that they needed to change so that they could be more consistent. Because consistency is going to be something that will lead to really small changes at the beginning, but then over time is going to get you to the really big habit that you're trying to, that you're trying to, um, that you're trying to get. And so one of the ways that I would say to allow you to be consistent would be to kind of have reminders or motivation of what it is you want to achieve and then also to give yourself time to see how far you've come. And so, you know, if you're somebody who has decided that you are gonna go for a walk on your way home from work, right? I think that you you set your, you bring yourself a reminder, right? So for you, that could be like your sinkers. Your sinkers are your reminder that you need to do something, you need to put them on before you get home, right? You have them sitting in the front seat with you. If you're somebody who wants to go to the gym and do like a full workout. Then you'd pack your clothes, keep them in the trunk of your car. That's going to take a little bit more effort. So that might be something that over time, when you have really practiced and mastered that behavior a little bit more, that might be easier for you to do. But at the beginning, it might seem a little bit harder. And so perhaps at the beginning, you do something like your sneakers. You pack them, you bring them with you, you have them in the front seat, and then you leave work, you stick them on, and you go for a walk, right? So that having those sneakers just the visual of them is going to be something that is a reminder of what it is that you've committed to you know that particular day and then i want you to know that like doing that and 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 doing that and then just kind of looking back on like okay look i've done that for 1 month so i did that for 3 days a week for 4 weeks and so now i've done that for 12 times in a row that's amazing And so keep building on that, recognizing what you're doing, and then building on that is going to be what it is that's going to keep you or what what it is that's going to help you get to a place that you can repeat that habit every single day until the habit becomes easier for you to do. And again, having that consistency, there's just so much with consistency because it allows you, by practicing that behavior consistently over time to gain confidence in what it is you're trying to achieve. It provides feedback to you that you are motivated to do it and that you can do it. So it gives you that, you know, it gives you that confidence and the feedback that you can do it. And then ultimately it will provide you with the behavior change that you really want to happen. So I would say to you, like, as a reminder, to so start implementing any small change that you can do. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It can be anything. Because, you know, what we say on this show is making even a 1% change every day can lead to lasting big changes over time. And so for you, as a reminder on how you can make lasting or how you can change a behavior would be to create some kind of awareness of what it is, the behavior that you're doing recognizing and having space to see the pattern of the behavior, disrupting the behavior, so having some kind of replacement for the behavior that you're trying to change, and then practicing that new behavior over and over again. And it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be something that you're doing more often than you're not doing it. And if you find yourself in a place that you're unable to maintain that consistency, then perhaps you need to go back to the drawing board and figure out, okay, maybe that's not the place that I'm having a hard time. Maybe it's the step before that. Because that's the thing with our behaviors is that there are all these steps that lead to an outcome. And so each step is built upon the step before. And so kind of like going through each step and being like, okay, that step works for me, that step works for me. Okay, now this step, this could be the hard place that I might need to revisit. And again, it might not be the step that you thought it was, maybe you need to take a literal step back and look at the step before that, because maybe that's what needs to be changed. And so again, all of these things are going to be unique and individual to you. And I would say, you know, just kind of do one small change today and see what works for you. And then as you continue to do that, you can build upon it and create a foundation that works for you. So perhaps the small step that you take today is to just figure out and draw awareness to something that perhaps you want to change. And then maybe a step in the next couple of days would be trying to figure out what that process looks like. What are the steps that you do to get there? And then thinking of a way to replace that step. And then once you're able to do that over time, doing it consistently will get you to where you need to go. And so remember, this isn't about being perfect This journey into creating and making behavior changes, especially when it comes to your health, wellness, and self-care, it's going to take time. Um, It will probably even require you to step out of your comfort zone. Nobody really likes to be uncomfortable. Um, I think that's human nature. And it won't be perfect. That's the biggest thing of all. But done is better than perfect. As a reminder, whole health is not an impossibility, but only you can make it happen. And so, you know, I don't have it all figured out, but I know that I can do a better job than I'm doing now. And perhaps you feel the same way too. So remember to start where you're at. It's not about being perfect. It's about being 1% better each day. If you need more support with this, you know you can certainly reach out to me in on my Instagram at Whole Health Empower, and you can tell me what it is you're doing or what simple step you decided to become aware of, disrupt, and create a new habit. And I'd love to hear from you. Also, if you found value in this pie pod- in this podcast, please you know share with any of your friends so that we can further our mission of normalizing what it looks like for women in creating real change when it comes to health, wellness, and self-care. So thanks again for listening and I will see you back here next week.